You are listening to Better Golf Academy with me, Hanju Lee. This is episode 13. Well, hello everyone. Okay, here's the thing. We all want to get better at golf. But for whatever the reason, our game just doesn't improve. Sound familiar? Okay, well, I'm here to share the best secrets of improving your score. This podcast is not about giving you swing techniques or swing tips, but it's about giving you specific strategies, a tangible plan, and fun ways to improve your score. So welcome to Better Golf Academy Podcast. You ready? All right, here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Golf Academy Podcast. I am your host, Hanju Lee. It is already February, everybody, and it's getting close to Valentine's Day. And for all those people out there with the significant other, don't <laughs> do not do what I did 27 years ago. Okay? I surprised, gifted my non-golfing wife with a set of golf clubs. Okay, I, I'm not a scientist, but let me assure you, their reaction will surprise you and not in a good way. And the gift will only be used a few times in the next 27 years. It's not a good investment. No ROI. No FUN. <laughs> Quick story. Hey, I was playing golf one day. And I was paired up with this twosome, a husband and a wife team, and a single, a single guy, a young single male guy. So there's four of us. And the husband and wife twosome, they worked and traveled together all over the country. I kind of forgot what they did. I think it was they were in some kind of sales. But when they travel, they take their clubs and they play everywhere, all across the country. I was so inspired. And uh, they they seem pretty happy. So I remember talking to them and getting super excited about their situation. And I turned to the single guy that we're playing with. I said, dude, isn't that so cool? And I just remember the look on his face like with the eye roll. And it's like, no, that's that's not cool at all. <laughs> he was like, dude, I play golf to get away. <laughs> Anyway, um, I still have hope and maybe um, I can, you know, hope that we can start playing together as husband and wife after maybe we both retire. I don't know. Right, babe? What do you think? Are you listening? Hey, by the way, um, I can say whatever I want on this podcast because (laughs) she doesn't listen to my podcast. Can you believe that? Anyway. Anyways, hey, I uh, hope everybody's doing well. Um, so um, when you ask any golfer, whether they're beginner or intermediate or pro, like if you ask them what they think is required for you to have to play great golf, um, you know what their answer will be? Okay, well, let's try it out. Okay, let me ask you. What do you think is the number one thing that you think you'll need to have to play your greatest and the best golf? And I don't mean things like, well, if I had like this perfect swing or if I was able to read the putts really well or 
uh, if I could hit it really, really long, or uh, if I had the latest and the greatest equipment. But what I mean is, is what you'll need to possess as a player, like uh, characteristics or emotion or feeling that will elevate your game and to help you play your best. And the one word I think most people will say back to me is confidence. I don't think anyone will disagree in any sport or, or even anything in life that, that confidence is a good thing. And it, it sometimes is it's really a game changer. So I wanted to spend some time talking about what I think it is and how we can implement and grow it within us so we can be at our best. Is that cool? But first, I want to define confidence. What do you think confidence is? Well, for me, I think, I think it's a belief. It's a belief in yourself that you have the ability to do what is set before you and the ability to do it well. And that you have a pretty good, realistic sense of that. And you feel pretty secure in that knowledge. So do you think it's a born trait? Like some people just have it and some people just don't. Or do you think it's related to some type of childhood upbringing or trauma? Like you have parents or coach that told you that you are beyond talented and you can do anything versus you grew up like everybody telling you that you suck and you'll never measure up. Um, okay, that's sad. Is, is confidence innate or is it learned? Well, I think that's such a great question. I think, I think most of us fundamentally misunderstand it, um, the word confidence, what it is, and I think most of us think that it's just a personality trait. Um, when I was in high school, I was playing on the golf team, and a new superstar joined our team in the mid-year. Um, him and I, we lived on the same street. He moved into our street, and we became awesome friends. And I was still struggling with my game at the time, but he wasn't. <laughs> he grew up playing the game since he could walk. And his dad was a pro at the golf course that they owned uh, in a small little town in Nevada that he lived in. And he lived, loved, and breathed golf. And on top of that, he was so talented. And what intrigued me most about his game wasn't his ability to hit it long or his perfect follow-through or even his incredible good looks. <laughs> he was really good looking. All the girls were like, whoa, <laughs> when he uh, started coming to our school. But what I remember to this very day is his confidence on the course. He knew something I didn't. For instance, like a 10-foot putt on hole number 18 to win a match, okay, no problem. He would just, just sink it right in the center of the cup. In, during our high school tournament, uh, there's a hole number one, and on the right side of the the uh, the hole, there's this huge lake, and um, it was like an elevated tee, uh, lake on the right, and and uh, our entire team and their entire team and the coaches are all just standing on the first tee watching as we tee off, and he would just blast one out there right down the middle, long and straight, with so much confidence. And uh, on that tournament, you know what I did? I, yeah, I sliced it into the lake, and I ended up getting an eight on that whole. That's just remember so vividly. 
So what did he have that I didn't? You know, well, for one, he had this confidence. So back to my original question, is confidence innate or is it learned? Well, I didn't know this, but after much research, there's a huge debate on this. In the world of psychology, like it's not black and white. Everybody's kind of have their own research and have their own opinion on this. But this is one conclusion that I read I really like and um, I agree with. And it's by Dr. Jay Lombard, who is one of the founders of the company that is pioneering in genetic testing. And he says this, a lot of confidence in the personality is biologically driven, but it is clearly both nature and nurture. So it's both. It's something that we were given. Some are naturally confident, but also some are confident due to being immersed in a certain environment and they've learned the skill to be confident. Okay, that's awesome, right? Because if you're not a confident person, there's hope for you. It can be learned. But from doing this research on confidence, I found something else that is more fascinating. This is going to blow your mind. Okay, there's this dude. His name is Robert Plowman. He's a renowned behavioral geneticist, and he did a study 20 years ago. He took 15,000 sets of twins and followed them from birth into adulthood. They all had identical DNA, so he wanted to take a closer look at confidence. So the twins had been given a standard IQ test at age 7 and again at age 9, and they were also tested academically in math, writing, and science. Then they were asked to rate how confident they were about each of the subject. So after much cross-referencing by the research team, they were struck by their findings. Okay, pause. <laughs> okay. They used the word struck, and it made me laugh because in my head, I visualized these mad genetic scientists tirelessly analyzing this data of 15,000 twins over 20 years, and all of a sudden being struck like like i pictured this this lab type of room with all these people with white coats and one of the scientists all of like in the middle of the day stands up with all his papers up in the air and he's like i got it i got it okay so what did they find the students self-perceived ability was a significant predictor of achievement it was even more important than their IQ. Okay, this is huge, especially when we apply this in the golf. Our perceived ability, okay, let's, let's go back to our original definition of confidence. Confidence is your belief in yourself that you have the ability to do what is set before you and the ability to do it well. And you have a pretty realistic sense that you feel very secure in that knowledge. And that trumps their IQ. So what does that conclusion mean? It means that no matter how smart you really are or how great and talented you are, it's the fact that you believe in yourself 
and that you believe that you have ability to do it, that's what matters most when it comes to performance. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, it means when you are faced with a shot that you know how to do, the how-to is not as important as you believing that you can do it. Okay, that's mind-blown. Okay, mind-blown. So as I said before, you might be blessed with this awesome genetics of confidence, but you are just a confident person and it comes easy to you, which is awesome. You can step it up and sink a clutch putt and pull crazy shots out of the bag at opportune moments. It's just within your DNA. And trust me, I know athletes like this. But if you're that person, it's still good for you to recognize and continue to work on building your confidence in other aspects of your game. And for the rest of us, me included, that don't have this gene, (laughs) we need some help on how to level up our confidence. Now, especially knowing that it's key to my golf success. So I did some more study and research for you, and I've listed three best ways to improve your confidence okay you ready for this okay number one what's the best way to improve your confidence gain experience okay all right this sounds pretty logical and simple yet a lot of people miss it some people will say man i'm having a lot of challenges with my chipping okay i'm duffing it a lot and i feel so uncertain when i'm addressing the ball for a chip like instead of trying to just have happy thoughts before the chip and thinking that will solve your problem, how about if you spend an hour hitting chips over and over again to gain experience? Hit 10, 20, 30, 100 in a row without duffing it. You will naturally gain confidence. You will start to program your mind that the next shot will go the same as your last 30 shots or last 50 shots without duffing. So gain experience. How do you gain experience? You gain experience by repeating. Also, I want you to listen to episode 5 on um, this podcast. It's called Secret Sauce to Awesome Practice. I talk a lot about this deep research on what repetitive practice can do. And it's awesome. It has some something to do with myelin and your uh, neural pathway. And it will really help you gain perspective on what experience can do to your game. Okay, point number two. Build authentic and healthy mindset. I really like this because a lot of sports psychology talks about confidence. Like it's just a state of mind. Like think and act confident. You will become confident. Look at yourself in the mirror every day and say, I am good enough. I am smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. (laughs) And people will start liking you. Okay? Not really. Okay? I know there's a bit of truth in that. (laughs) But I think we're smarter than we think. You know, meaning we can't fool ourselves. Our confidence has to be authentic. If we suck at something, we can't all of a sudden switch our minds to think that we're good at it. So how do we build an authentic and healthy mindset? We have to put in the work. Some say confidence is something we have to earn. And guess what? Struggling 
builds confidence. Failure breeds wisdom and maturity. We need to fail and experience discomfort. And over time, you build a track record of demonstrated success. Not having confidence is not a personal flaw. It just means that you simply need to put in the work. So, okay. Okay, Hanji, that sounds good. And I'm totally on board. But I'm doing all that. And I still need help being confident out there. I know I can do it. But I also have doubts. And how do I overcome my doubts and still play my best? Great question. Point number three, release your fear. Okay, here's your final answer. You can overcome your doubts by simply letting go. You can gain control by simply letting go. By letting go, you can turn your fear fear into freedom okay i'm gonna play you an audio from a youtube video from jeff ritter sharing about how he increased his confidence and his idea of what releasing fear looks like this is really good okay listen when i was a kid I once bladed a golf ball out of the practice bunker at my home club, smashing a big picture window at the clubhouse. Now my dad was the head pro, he was pretty cool about it, and in a couple of days that window was fixed. Well a couple of days later, I bladed another ball out of the bunker, smashing that very same window. Now, as you can imagine, dad wasn't so cool this time around. But he fixed the window, and this time he told me if I wanted to hit bunker shots, that I could no longer hit them in the direction of the practice screen. Well, of course, this wasn't going to work for me because there was a flag that I absolutely loved to practice to. So being 14 years old, didn't want to listen to my dad, I said to myself, I'm going to keep heading towards that flag, but this time I'm just going to be really careful not to blade these golf shots. Well, the more careful I became, the worse my shots got. Whereas before, as I was blading just a couple, I was blading nearly every one, barely missing that big picture window. Pretty soon I realized that if what I was doing was wrong, then maybe the opposite would have to be right. Instead of playing tight and careful, I relaxed, I let go. I started swinging with freedom, even to the point of playing reckless. And as I did this, the most amazing thing happened. The more reckless I became, the more I controlled the quality of my ball flight. Instead of hitting shots left and right into the clubhouse, I was hitting high, soft spinners that were hunting down the cup. In essence, by letting go, I was able to gain control. The next time you go out on the golf course and you find yourself in a difficult situation, I want you to try and do the exact opposite of what you would normally do. Instead of playing tight and timid, I want you to relax, I want you to let go. I want you to focus on making it and even swing away with reckless abandon. Prove that you have what it takes to turn fear into freedom and you can count this mindset challenge as complete. The main thing to remember through all this is these three things. Number one, confidence is gained by experience. Number two, confidence has to be authentic. And you can build an authentic and healthy mindset through trial and error and putting in the work. Confidence has to be earned. And number three, confidence is gained by releasing fear. We need to be reckless to gain freedom. That is so good, you guys. Hey, Here's my final advice. Um, 
we need to separate ourselves from our shots from who we are just because we hit a bad shot doesn't mean we're a bad golfer great golfers hit bad shots shot was bad because it was missed and it was missed because we're not perfect we have to hold our head up walk with our back straight stay balanced and beautify your finish and follow through no matter where the ball goes if it was mishit, forget what happened. Don't blame yourself. Don't think that you're a bad player. Just refocus on your next shot. Do this over and over again because you've done it before and you can do it again. So believe in yourself. Believe that you have the ability to do what is set before you and the ability to do it well and that you have a realistic and authentic sense and that you can feel secure in it. You'll play better, you'll feel better, and you'll even look better. I'll guarantee it. So that's it for our podcast on confidence today. I really hope it was insightful for you, and I hope you can implement that in your game and in your life. Hey, was that good? Did you learn something? I really did. This was really fun doing the research and you know what would be amazing? It would be amazing if you left me a review or just share this podcast with others. You can leave me a review on iTunes Podcast if you're listening on your iPhone. Or you can simply go to bettergolfacademy.com forward slash hello and just say hello. I would love to hear from you. It's lonely over here. <laughs> hey, but in the meantime... Thanks for listening to Better Golf Academy Podcast. I really appreciate you being here. I love you guys. Bye for now. Hey guys, I have a favor. I know you've been listening and gaining from this free podcast. So if you would like to simply say thanks to me, could you do me a favor and donate to what I passionately care about? Um, I'm running a half marathon and I'm raising $20,000 for clean water. This is my eighth year participating and partnering with Team World Vision. And I'm committed to do it as long as I can just keep running. Why? Because I care. I care deeply about those that are born in countries that do not have the resources nor opportunities to have access to simple necessities to live. And due to no fault of their own, they suffer and they die. And it breaks my heart. And it causes something deep within me to rise up and do something about it. And as for me, I'm willing to go through some discomfort and some pain of running the half marathon and asking for money. I don't like doing that. But because... In the end, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth saving a life. So thank you for your consideration. No pressure, okay? You are amazing. Just go to bettergolfacademy.com forward slash give and know that $50 provides clean water for a child for a lifetime. So let's make a difference together. And thanks again. Love you. Bye for now.